The Bible Study Podcast, episode 245. Today, the Bible Study Podcast continues the study of 1 Samuel with chapter 28. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. Last week, we dealt with David and Saul again running into each other, and Saul again swearing that he would do David no harm, but David fearing for his life still living with the Philistines. Chapter 28. In those days, the Philistines gathered their forces to fight against Israel. Akish said to David, You must understand that you and your men will accompany me in the army. David said, Then you will see for yourself what your servant can do. Akish said, Very well, I will make you my bodyguard for life. So we get David at this point, surprisingly, promising to be the bodyguard for the Philistines, who are Israel's enemy. More will come of that later. But continuing on with the chapter, Now Samuel was dead, and all Israel had mourned for him and buried him in his own town of Ramah. Saul had expelled the mediums and spiritualists from the land. The Philistines assembled and came and set up camp at Shunem, while Saul gathered all Israel and set up camp at Gilboa. When Saul saw the Philistine army, he was afraid. Terror filled his heart. He inquired of the Lord, but the Lord did not answer him by dreams or Urim or the prophets. Saul then said to his attendants, Find me a woman who is a medium, so that I may go and inquire of her. There is one at Endor, they said. So Saul disguised himself, putting on other clothes, and at night he and two men went to the woman. Consult a spirit for me, he said, and bring up for me the one I name. But the woman said to him, Surely you know what Saul has done. He has cut off the mediums and spiritualists from the land. Why have you set a trap for my life to bring about my death? Saul swore to her by the Lord, as surely as the Lord lives, you will not be punished for this. Then the woman asked, who shall I bring up for you? Bring up Samuel, he said. When the woman saw Samuel, she cried out at the top of her voice and said to Saul, why have you deceived me? You are Saul. The king said to her, don't be afraid. What do you see? The woman said, I see a ghostly figure coming out of the ground. What does he look like, he asked. An old man wearing a robe is coming up, she said. Then Saul knew it was Samuel, and he bowed down and prostrated himself with his face to the ground. Samuel said to Saul, Why have you disturbed me by bringing me up? I am in great distress, Saul said. The Philistines are fighting against me, and God has departed from me. He no longer answers me, either by prophets or by dreams. So I have called on you to tell me what to do. Samuel said, Why do you consult me now that the Lord has departed from you and become your enemy? The Lord has done what he predicted through me. The Lord has torn the kingdom out of your hands and given it to one of your neighbors, to David, because you did not obey the Lord or carry out his fierce wrath against the Amalekites. The Lord has done this to you today. The Lord will deliver both Israel and you into the hands of the Philistines, and tomorrow you and your sons will be with me. The Lord will also give the army of Israel into the hands of the Philistines. Immediately Saul fell full length on the ground, filled with fear because of Samuel's words. His strength was gone, for he had eaten nothing all that day and all that night. When the woman came to Saul and saw that he was greatly shaken, she said, Look, your servant has obeyed you. I took my life in my hands and did what you told me to do. Now please listen to your servant and let me give you some food so that you may eat and have the strength to go on your way. He refused and said, I will not eat. But his men joined the woman in urging him, and he listened to them. He got up from the ground and sat on the couch. The woman had a fattened calf at the house, which she butchered at once. She took some flour, kneaded it, and baked bread without yeast. Then she set it before Saul and his men, and they ate. That same night they got up and left. So 
Saul at this point is about to finish his long descent. He has come to face the Philistines in battle, and this time he is afraid. And he has reason to be afraid because the Lord has abandoned him. And the Lord has abandoned him because Saul has not been obedient. And now Saul has continually not listened to what the Lord has said and has continually been disobedient. And so at this point, he ask he looks for a dream for guidance doesn't get any he asks the prophets doesn't get any and he consults the urim or the casting of lots how they would ask a question and then basically roll the urim and the thurim and try and divine what god was saying and so again he doesn't find any guidance in all of that so he consults something that he himself has made illegal because it doesn't please god and that is spiritualists and mediums and if you read the levitical law you'll see that they are illegal from the levitical law standpoint and that's why saul has driven them out but saul himself at this point is so desperate for news that he breaks his own law and consults a medium it's interesting at this point to see what the Bible thinks of this profession. It doesn't say in this passage that there is no power behind a medium or a spiritualist, but it is something that is against the will of God because the power that is behind it is not a God thing. That is the reason why it was illegal in the Levitical law. But in this case, he goes to the woman. She does call up Samuel, and Samuel at this point again brings Saul bad news. Samuel comes back from the dead, or at least speaks from the dead, long enough to tell Saul that Saul himself and his sons will join him where he is by the next day, that Saul and his sons will die, that basically all of this long descent of Saul having turned his back on God is almost over because Saul's life is almost over. And so it's not surprising at the end here where Saul doesn't have the strength to eat and doesn't even want to eat and go on, Saul is without hope. At this point, God has abandoned him. He is told in advance that he will fail, he will die, and the army will suffer also. How bad that would be, not only to be defeated, but to know ahead of time with utter certainty that everything you're about to do will come to nothing. And that's where Saul finds himself. Saul, who's been chasing the elect of God, Saul, who's been chasing this David around the country to try and kill him, who's pinned him to a wall at least twice with a spear, who's tried to talk David's own wife, Saul's daughter, into betraying him, this is the place where Saul pays the price. Those times that David refused to kill Saul because he knew that if God wanted Saul dead, Saul would die, that day is coming and it's coming tomorrow. And we'll continue on with chapter 29 because I think actually we'll end for Samuel next week. The Philistines gathered all their forces at Aphek, and Israel camped by the spring in Jezreel. As the Philistine rulers marched with their units of hundreds and thousands, David and his men were marching at the rear with Achish. The commanders of the Philistines asked, what about these Hebrews? Achish replied, is this not David who was an officer of King Saul of Israel? He has already been with me for over a year, and from the day he left Saul until now, I have found no fault in him. But the Philistine commanders were angry with Achish and said, send the man back that he may return to the place you assigned him. 
He must not go with us into battle, or he will turn against us during the fighting. How better could he regain his master's favor than by taking the heads of our own men? Isn't this the David they sang about in their dances? Saul has slain his thousands, and David his tens of thousands. So Achish called David and said to him, As surely as the Lord lives, you have been reliable, and I would be pleased to have you serve with me in the army. From the day you came to me until today, I have found no fault in you, but the rulers don't approve of you. Now go back and go in peace. Do nothing to displease the Philistine rulers. But what have I done? asked David. What have you found against your servant from the day I came to you until now? Why can't I go and fight against the enemies of my lord, the king? Akish answered, I know that you have been as pleasing in my eyes as an angel of God. Nevertheless, the Philistine commanders have said, He must not go with us into battle. Now get up early along with your master's servants who have come with you and leave in the morning as soon as it is light. So David and his men got up early in the morning to go back to the land of the Philistines. And the Philistines went up to Jezreel. So David at this point is finishing up his time with the Philistines. He does not go into service with them in the army. And that's really good news because tomorrow or next week for us, Saul will die and David will become king. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to leave a comment at thebiblestudypodcast.com or send me an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at Chris2x. And as always, thanks so much for listening. Have you ever considered yourself a messenger? I mean, you are called by God, and aren't we all praying the big prayer, Here I am, Lord, send me. So if we put two and two together, you've got a message to deliver, my friend. Whether it's mics like this, bookshelves around the world, stages to take, art to make, or businesses to build, it's time we start testifying truth unashamedly, creatively, and in love. My name is Tamara Andress, the host of the Messenger Movement Podcast, which is designed to catalyze Christians to speak, write, build, and testify. I use my mic like a machete, so if you don't like to get your toes stepped on or pushed off cliffs to finally jump on in with Jesus, I may be too much for you. But if you're ready to turn your message into a movement and want to run with other messengers doing the thing at scale globally, search and follow the Messenger Movement Podcast on your favorite podcast platform or lifeaudio.com today.